0: When anybody raises a question about this new CBO score, it is a fake score about a f- bill that doesn't exist, uh, and we should really focus on the actual bill everybody's uh, going to vote on and considering in Congress right now. There have been some recent polls that show that quite a few Americans have some questions about the president's current mental fitness.
1: So what's your response to that? I think that's ridiculous. Freedom is back in style. Welcome America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 124. All right, day number 124. uh, That would be day 137 when Joe promised, oh, uh, yeah, I'm never going to abandon Americans behind enemy lines. Well, so much for that one. Oh, and the Pentagon spokesperson, we do have some news on this front. Uh, Joe Biden's spokesperson, John Kirby, saying yesterday, it's not a bad thing that the number of U.S. hostages that remain trapped in Afghanistan far exceeds initial Biden administration estimates. I'm like, huh, that's almost as bad as circle back Jen Psaki when we don't put trackers on Americans abroad. I mean, you know, you you got to be wondering, how is that not bad news that we now have more hostages trapped behind enemy lines than they told us four months ago? Kirby calls the Pentagon's knowledge of the number of Americans stuck behind enemy lines by the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan a bit of a moving target, citing dual uh, nationalism and the difficulty of gathering information of whether the citizens wanted to leave as primary hurdles in accuracy assessing the number. Bill Hemmer was doing the interview, injected, the problem with the numbers is you're off by 90%. Well, this is not a science bill, Kirby says. It's not like they register on some list and that we have just, you know, that's static and permanent. And then Kirby, this is, this is John Kirby. This is the Pentagon spokesperson. And he said that he didn't, he didn't think it was a bad thing that the number of Americans left in Afghanistan increased. He actually said it. As we have proven successful at getting more out, more and more now being comfortable saying, hey, uh, we want to go, too. So, again, we don't think it's a bad thing that the numbers increased. We think it's a good thing, and we're going to continue with this. Now, what he's not telling you is earlier in the week, they that that same Pentagon was saying, yeah, we we don't have any ability to get anybody out anymore. The Taliban, I thought they had all the leverage, they said. They're just lying. By the way, I don't want to scare everybody. Three, four things you got to well, three big things you got to watch Four, if you include Afghanistan and the hostages that remain there because they are hostages. They're caught behind enemy lines and abandoned. Um You got to watch Russia and Putin because Putin is going to invade Ukraine. It's now inevitable. He's not putting 200000 troops on the border for no reason. Then we've got Iran saber rattling against Israel. There, there seems to be percolating a real conflict in the making here. I expect it sooner than later. That's how dangerous that situation is. And by the way, Iran, in case you're interested in news, what's Joe going to do about it? Um, you know, Joe's been persuading the Iranians. He took away the, the sanctions that, that we had on them. Um, but anyway, Joe Biden's saying he wants to go back to the Obama nuclear deal. Well, Joe Biden won't take no for an answer. That deal was going to expire anyway, after which the Mullahs would be free in 2025 to develop nuclear weapons. It was the dumbest deal in the history of mankind. Now, at the same time, Team Biden is going hat in hand to the Iranians and lifting sanctions and kissing their ass. Iran is launching a drone strike like they did yesterday, targeting U.S. troops. Now, luckily, it was foiled by U.S. warplanes, but I'm stunned this morning. Iran's decision to target our troops with a deadly drone strike had no impact whatsoever on Biden's push to restart the nuclear deal. I mean, isn't it time to, like, hand the maniac mullahs their walking papers and realize that they can't get nuclear weapons because those nuclear weapons in the hands of radical extremists will result in many, many thousands, tens of thousands of dead people. And anyway, the U.S. military, FoxNews.com reporting downed a drone deemed to have a hostile intent Tuesday, headed towards a base in southeast Syria that houses 200 American troops. They're trying to kill Americans, Joe. And so you got to watch China. You got to watch Russia and the border with Ukraine. And I will predict here and now that we're probably going to see China. Uh, and their territorial ambitions play out after the Olympics, the Winter Olympics coming up in 2022. By the way, the NFL raised eyebrows yesterday by labeling Taiwan as being part of mainland China. That's not true. Between the NBA, the NFL, you know, what about the Uyghur pop- population? And, and and forced slavery of people, the, the um, Muslim minorities in China. Nobody seems to care as long as you're making money. NBC's running the Olympics. They have all these advertisers. Uh, and it's all about money. You know, the way to bankrupt China is easy. You just tell them you're not going to import a single thing from them and bring the manufacturing home. The way to bankrupt Russia is to produce more energy than Russia and give it to our Western allies at a better price. Now you got Putin, Xi, and the the Mullahs in Iran now forming an alliance. President Chi, you know, facing a diplomatic boycott—big deal. That's not that doesn't mean a thing, anyway. They they had this uh, meeting with Putin, Chi and Putin. Oh, it's beyond friendship. Yeah, they both hate the U.S. and they both support each other's territorial ambitions. That's an unholy alliance I've ever I've seen one. Watch and wait, Afghanistan. Russia, Ukraine, Iran and Israel and Taiwan and China. Let's see what happens in the next year. I hope to God I'm wrong. I really do. On on the economic front, the Senate, by the way, this is good news, Linda, considering my last show before my long vacation of the year, are abandoning their efforts to pass Build Back Better New Green Deal Socialism. Joe Manchin, by the way, deserves a lot of credit to put the brakes on this thing. Now everybody's furious at Joe Manchin in the Democratic Party. Joe Manchin did them a favor. We have a 40-year high of inflation. We've got the Fed talking about not one, not two, but three interest rate hikes next year. That's not going to be good for the economy either. Manchin also opposed Biden's plan to end offshore drilling uh, this was in the washington post. he He refuses to get behind these new green deal uh, provisions in the legislation that would restrict new oil and gas development off the coast of uh, Alaska, the the Anwar location, the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. It's emerged as a new flashpoint for build back better in that bill and mansion. this entire state of West Virginia is dependent, reliant the whole economy on energy. Why would he support that? He's standing up and serving the people of his state. He's doing the right thing. Anyway, he rejected that provision that would prohibit all future drilling off the Atlantic Pacific coast, as well as the eastern Gulf of Mexico, according to three people familiar with the matter. I mean, Manchin is the chair of the Senate Energy and National Resources Committee for a reason. uh, You can't be that dumb. Now, how bad is inflation? I told you about this. The pen. University of Pennsylvania Wharton School of Business. Uh, it is now costing millions of Americans an additional, on average, $3,500 in expenses this year. Why? Well, you pay more to fill up your gas tank, you pay more to heat and cool your home, and you're paying more for everything you buy in every store that you go to. It's not any more complicated than that. Voters more worried about inflation. We have a Fox Business poll that came out a 25 point margin of voters believe that Biden's proposal for more spending would push inflation higher i mean this this is a disaster poll for by nearly 70% say inflation has caused financial hardship on them and why wouldn't you think it why would you think it's any different you know only 21% believe Biden's spending plan would reduce or lower inflation you know, when you look at the numbers, Biden's social spending would hurt the economy, uh, an overwhelming majority there, too. The biggest issues facing the economy, inflation, rising prices, government spending, the deficit. And then if you look at very or somewhat responsive, responsible for inflation, you know, government spending 75 percent uh, and Biden's leadership, same numbers. Inflation caused you has inflation caused you hardship over the last six months? Nearly seventy percent say yes. Have you been helped by Biden's economic policies? Only seventeen percent said they've been helped by Biden's policies. 38 percent say hurt by Biden's policies. You know, if you break it down, you know, have you been helped by President's economic policies? Uh, you know, it's sixty. Everyone thinks knows we're worse off. Vast majority, nearly two to one, think we're worse off than better off. Some say about the same. Personal financial situation on every measure. This is an unmitigated disaster for the country and the economy. You know, Biden vowed that he'd only raise taxes for the rich. Uh OK, well, th- inflation on average for the average American, poor, middle class, wealthy, doesn't matter. An extra thirty five hundred dollar tax a year. Now, I know how to end inflation quickly. The first thing I would do is go back to the Trump policies of energy independence and being a net exporter of energy. Now, do you think Joe Biden has the capacity to shift gears and go against the progressive dominant force, which is the Democratic Party, with the exception of people like Manchin and Cinema? I don't think so. It's unbelievable. And by the way, young voters are flocking you know, or leaving, deserting as a stampede away from Biden and Kamala Harris. The Economist analysis, UGov poll, only 29 percent of American adults under age 30 approve of Biden's job as president. You want to know why? Because they see what we've been telling you since before the election. They see the guy's clueless and a cognitive mess, and he's not capable of doing the job as a majority of that poll came out this week as well. You know, Kamala Harris says, Joe doesn't talk to me about 2024. It looks like he doesn't talk to you at all. Joe Biden literally said at the DNC's holiday party on Tuesday, we know what we're for, but Republicans don't seem to be for anything. Name me something that they're for. They're against everything. I'll tell you what I'm for. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. I want to answer. I'm for secure borders, energy independence, lower taxes, less bureaucracy. Let's start there. I'm against court packing. I'm against, you know, these power grabs, getting rid of the filibuster because Democrats can't pass anything any other way, which they've been pushing hard in the last couple of days. Uh, I'm also for a strong uh, foreign policy that's called peace through strength. And I'm not saying war with China and Russia, but go after their financial weaknesses. And with Russia, it's simple. Produce more energy provided to our allies so they're not reliant on Putin. With China, it's even more easy. Just tell them you're not going to import one product from China and get our allies to do the same. Their territorial ambitions will evaporate pretty quickly. It's unbelievable. It's not that complicated. When the New York Times has liberal columnists begging Biden not to run and even saying themselves, uh, oftentimes, sometimes he seems alarmingly incoherent You know that finally the narrative has gotten out, that he's a mess. 800 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program? I just love this Christmas music. Anyway, Kristen Cinema, she deserves a, a, a shout out too. Joe Manchin blew up negotiations yesterday. Democrats put Biden's build back better fiasco on the back burner. Lindsey Graham thinks it's dead. I I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not sure it's dead because this is all they've got. And they're just going to come back again and again and again. Um, but anyway, the new priority has now become passing voting rights legislation before Christmas. Uh, but they don't stand a chance unless they invoke the nuclear option in other words nuke the filibuster in comes kristen cinema by the way you know she's very interesting to me she's not she doesn't talk to the press very much she keeps to herself she serves the people of arizona she sticks by her principles and she doesn't seem to get rattled anyway senator cinema Sin- doubled down on her support uh for the 60 vote legislative filibuster which then, you know, threw a wrench into the frantic last-ditch effort to deal a massive change to Senate rules before the end of the year. And her statement on the topic comes as a group of Democratic negotiators talked with leading leading discussions about holding a flurry of behind-the-scenes talks about how to change the rules and get what they want and end the long-standing filibuster. Anyway, Sinema is now making it clear she supports voting, And election reform bills that have been blocked by GOP senators, but she still stands by her support for keeping the 60 vote legislative filibuster and warning against a carve out from the rule for voting rights. Now, her spokesperson said she continues to support the Senate's 60 vote threshold, which she believes would, quote, protect the country from repeated radical reversals in federal policy, which would cement uncertainty, deepen divisions and further erode Americans confidence in our government. Senator Cinema has asked those who want to weaken or eliminate the filibuster to pass voting rights legislation, which she supports, if it would be good for our country to do so. If a weakened filibuster was then used to pass the nationwide voter ID, nationwide restrictions on vote by mail, and other voting restrictions, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know what? It's interesting to watch, because probably Manchin and Cinema are the only two non-radical, extreme socialist leftists in the Democratic Party. There, That's it. Holding them accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress all right 25 to the top of the hour 80941 Sean if you want to be a part of the uh, program um, so it's just interesting to watch the Democratic Party you know what the other thing they're putting all their hopes and prayers in is January 6th January 6th the commission the big commission you know we had an impeachment over this thing already I mean it just never ends. And all of all this is is an attempt. And when and this was all the fix was in once they kicked off Jim Banks and Jim Jordan on this program yesterday. All this is is an attempt by Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger and Nancy Pelosi and all the Trump hating Democrats to bludgeon Trump a little bit more and blame Donald Trump, who said many of you will peacefully, patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard and blame him for what happened. It's, you know, it just but the real issue and the other reason they got Jordan and Banks off the committee and Liz Cheney won't do her job. Liz Cheney, by the way, I hope she enjoys her time being praised by the likes of Eric Swalwell quoted in CNN, you know, reverently talking about um, uh, talking about Liz Cheney. It was a great line by Miranda Devine. Eric Swalwell quoted Cheney reverently on fake news CNN this week. And she writes, Nancy Pelosi butters her up with saccharine praise for her courage and patriotism. Hey, Liz, let me promise you, these people, they're using you. They don't care about you at all. And as soon as they're done and you do what they want them to do, they're going to they will turn on you faster than you can bat an eyelash. That I can promise you. They'll go back to calling your father a murderer, war criminal and a, and a crook. Uh, by the way, I'm hearing that there's going to be a book by Schweitzer. Did you hear about this, Linda?
0: I know all hear, about it.
1: You know what's in there? There's it's some Republicans, be all, prominent Republican names in there. Did you know that?
0: Prominent public re- name, names, some people with some serious ties to the CCP who oh, like to get some uh, interesting funding.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem here is if they really wanted to get to the bottom, Donald Trump... He requested two days before that guard troops be called up and ready. Why? Why, why did Donald Trump do that? Because he knew it was gonna happen, Hannity. You're making our point that you're proving that he knew. No, we just came through a summer of rioting with in in twenty twenty that the media mob said was mostly peaceful and that the Democrats ignored because they didn't want to alienate their base. You know, some of the radical groups like the group Black Lives Matter, not people chanting Black Lives Matter or Antifa or these other groups. You know, the groups that were responsible for billions of dollars in property damage and burning down police precincts and trying to burn down federal buildings that killed dozens of innocent people, injured thousands of police officers. You know, those people, the ones that Democrats ignored and the media ignored and the ones that, you know, Joe Biden ignored and supported and Kamala Harris supported and even supported the bail fund. Why are we looking into that? Those riots is only the riots in in the cat. Only that one riot matters. That, that proves everything you need to know. Then I don't care about rioting. What they want to do is in Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger's case is purge the party of Donald Trump. You know, Bill O'Reilly had a great line. You know, he was on uh, some show the other night and he goes, well, why didn't you press the president on this issue of of whether or not the campaign was the election was rigged, et cetera, et cetera. And O'Reilly said, it's not my job to convince him. That's his opinion. Liz Cheney, all those people that, that disagree with me on this. My biggest complaint about 2020 is very straightforward laws weren't followed we have states that have laws that mandate that the vote count gets watched from start to finish no ambiguity in that law and they made no accommodation in terms of covid for partisan observers to observe they didn't go to court they didn't legislate away the law they just didn't obey it they didn't they didn't for example In Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, their constitutions and laws were violated. I would like the laws to be upheld. I'd like state constitutions to be upheld. Sorry, I'm old-fashioned that way. Um, Anyway, Biden Democrats, so they think this is where they're going to get Donald Trump. This is it. We're going to get him this time. Okay, we've heard all of this before. Now you've got Adam, you know, the corrupt congenital liar, uh, that's compromised known as Adam Schiff he actually he alters a memo for crying out loud I mean you can't get any more dishonest by doctoring a text message between Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan how is that even possible Liz Cheney you going to speak out against that is Liz Cheney going to investigate the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 she cares so much about writing and but this can't happen again. I, I I said that on January 6th when it was happening. I said it that night on my TV show. Trying to understand why Liz Cheney is only interested in the one riot. You know, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. But the Democrats, they can't talk about the economy. They can't talk about COVID. We have more dead people of COVID this year than in 2020. They can't talk about inflation, a 40-year high. They can't talk about begging OPEC for energy because Joe abandoned energy independence. We weren't a net exporter of energy. You know, Joe can't stand up to Russia because Russia provides our Western European allies with all their energy needs because we stopped being a net exporter of energy. He can't stand up to China. I still believe that there's a zero experience hunter component to all of this that nobody's ever going to talk about. Um, It's going to be interesting to see. But Senate Democrats, even with Mitch McConnell's help, because Mitch McConnell twice now facilitated raising the debt limit. I guess they raise it, what, two and a half billion trillion dollars. I don't know how long that's going to last them. Probably not too long. But nothing Joe Biden is going to do is going to stop this inflation unless we start producing our own energy again. And I don't see it. The average American is now suffering in terms of inflation tax. The Biden inflation tax is about $3,500, according to findings from the UPenn Wharton School of Business. That's not good. It's not good at all. Joe Biden says they have no ideas. They're against everything. I have plenty of ideas. How about you talk more about monoclonal antibodies? By the way, Linda, oh, my gosh. I spent all day today helping people. What is that thing you talk about on the radio? This is what I, say. I get the same call from everybody. I don't actually get the call. Sweet Baby James gets the call. And I have more people that pop positive in the last week. Please, as I go on vacation, please, everybody in this audience, memorize these words. Two of them. Monoclonal is one. Monoclonal, like clone. Monoclonal And the second word is antibodies. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you if you get a positive test what to do, except if you get a positive test, immediately call your doctor. Immediately. That is my advice. But it is if you've been seeing the same thing where you are.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is one of the things that Dr. Freed and Dr. Tyson were saying that, you know, as this strain Starts to come into the United States, and as we start to get closer and closer to herd immunity in different areas, we are going to see a larger, more contagious spread, even though it's less severe.
1: So that's you know so more far pe- that's what the early data is showing us. Exactly, it's more contagious and less severe. And by mm-hmm. the way, people, I, I got I got calls now from people that not only fully vaccinated but boosted that are testing positive.
0: Yep. Everyone so, I know, everyone I know that is positive is vaccinated. Every single person that has it is vaccinated.
1: Listen, I am just saying world. the only thing I just, I am saying, if you get a positive test or somebody you love, both Dr. Fareed, you know, he went to Harvard Medical School. He's not a dope. Dr. Right. What is his name? Right. He went to Yale Medical School.
0: Harvey Risch. Yeah.
1: Harvey Risch. He's a good guy. And all the other doctors on the front lines, they've all listened. We've had them on enough. Call your doctor immediately and ask your doctor about monoclonal antibodies. I'm not telling you what to do.
0: You have made this very clear. Medicine is not a one size fits all.
1: It's not. It's not. That's why I'm saying that's why we've been
0: talking about this medical privacy, medical freedom. Do -hmm. what's best for you and for your body and take care of you and your loved ones.
1: Listen, if you're getting people fully vaccinated and boosted, popping positive. Now we need something called therapeutics. Yep. Now, Doctor Oz on TV the other night said Merck, which by the way, Merck is the company that created ivermectin, and, and I've got to be very clear about this. I they they do not support off label use of ivermectin for COVID. I have not seen a study on on ivermectin myself, so I don't talk about something that I haven't seen a study on. There have been a number of studies that show starting with the Henry uh, Ford Hospital study on HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, that if taken early, it mitigates, uh, mitigates symptoms 84% of the time. But I am telling you that if the people that I know that have gotten positive tests, vaccinated and unvaccinated, if they get monoclonal antibodies, either the infusion or the shot, they now have a shot version. That can I just give you a little very, fun very fact?
0: Well. What? One fun fact about what you're saying, I think is very important. Yeah. One in five prescriptions that are written every single day by doctors are for off-label
1: use. It's common.
0: Right. It's legal.
1: It happens. I'm only telling you what the manufacturer said. They don't support yep. it. And I, I would think that they'd want to support it if it worked. And I'm sure they're looking, they're probably doing their own studies even as we speak. Um. So, you know, things are very, very hot out there right now. And... Um, I'm telling my my mantra remains the same. Please bear with me. I'm not trying to lecture everybody here. Please take it seriously. I've seen the worst of this act quickly. And many of you have listened to the experts. You've gotten your you gotten your vaccination. You thought you were safe. Many of you have even gotten your booster. I think over 60 million Americans have gotten boosters. Okay, great. They're still testing positive. How do I know? Because I'm getting phone calls from them. Now, I'm not a doctor. The first thing I say is you got to check with your doctor because I don't know your unique medical history. I don't know your current medical condition. But the one thing that I have seen is people that get monoclonal antibodies within 24 to 48 hours. They don't wait. Have In every single case, they feel better within 48 hours, 72 max. And that's people with comorbidities, preexisting conditions, Uh, One woman uh, I know is was in the middle of chemo, had a compromised immune system, pops positive, got Regeneron monoclonal antibodies and did well Um, because I'm not going to be on the air uh, and I'm really I'm trying to get out of pocket as much as I can. I'm real. I need to recharge my battery because next year is going to be a big year. And I just want everyone in this audience to please talk to your doctor immediately. Don't wait. Well, I feel okay, even though I got a positive test. That's great. You might feel great for six days. Then your oxygen level might be great for nine days. And then all of a sudden it drops. If your oxygen level drops, the damage is mostly done. And you're at risk at that point. You know, every one of these doctors, Linda, correct me if I'm wrong, that we've had on. Haven't they all said to act early? preemptively yes.
0: yes act early and you yeah. should be taking vitamin d and you should be taking zinc all and of that you should stuff be too. eating healthy which is something you should be doing anyway
1: okay your definition of eating healthy just for the record <laughs> is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> I, I we, we almost, have to
0: get it in for the last show right i, we can't, I, we can't I, I, if I had it. to
1: drink that crap that green puke first that
0: of disgusting all disgusting
1: green puke or that disgusting orange puke that you have the projectile vomit garbage that you put together this i don't even know what's in it what's in that uh, do you want to know what's in it i'll tell you i'm dying i've been dying are you enough. excited
0: i'm sure you're riveted okay so the green drink is kale okay it's apples it's celery root it's arugula,
1: arugula. and uh some ice and a little, little bit of honey arugula. if i'm feeling
0: frisky what yeah a little bit of honey a little sweetener a little natural sweetener you know okay i could use okay. a little
1: sweetness I'd rather if it's a matter of and having, wait wait
0: and uh, I drink a purple elderberry antioxidant shot every day. It's wonderful. It does really a lot of good for me. Okay, and I nobody, give that to as many people no as I can. No normal
1: person wants to eat this way. No normal. It's person. delicious. You and Tom Brady and I love Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't do and Tom look Brady's at diet. Tom Brady. My life depended on it. If I you love could Tom Brady. Like Tom I'm a, Brady, a fan listen. of Tom Brady's. I think he's the uh, the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time. I love Imagine him. Imagine the, and the he kind knows, of ninja. I even like him you, more.
0: Listen, you could be a 10 times better ninja and kick the crap out of Glenn if
1: you just no, had a little green if juice in the morning. I trained for 400 years, I couldn't kick the crap out of Glenn. And if he hears that you said <laughs> that, very true. he's going to kick you, the crap out of Glenn knows I
0: love him. I love he you, is, Glenn.
1: He, he has been on a tear. He is... He is Unbel- he's pushing me to my limit every day i mean i've never been this strong in my life
0: he's he's got the biden buzz he's aggravated by biden he takes it out on you
1: oh, man you're not kidding for cyberschool.com that's c y b r school.com It's going to wrap things up for this hour. But let not your heart be troubled to Hannity shootout. Austin Goolsby, you know, uh, professor at Chicago's Booth School of Economics and uh, the former chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors for the Obama administration. Let's see if he'll defend Biden's 40-year high of inflation and the disaster of an economy that is Biden. Um, he always does. So I, I, he'll find a way. It's going to be interesting. That's coming up next. And your call eight hundred nine four one 800-941-SHAWN or number.